All righty. Hey, everyone. This is our, our podcast. We have a podcast now. I know. That is so cool. My name is David, or Pastor David of House of Rest Church. And I'm Sharon. I'm the wife. My beautiful wife. Thanks, honey. So we just want to welcome you to this podcast. Let them know how this started. It started as a... Well, it started with you actually doing the first devotional. And I remember people would hear my voice on the side. And on YouTube. Like, yes, on YouTube. And I finally started popping my head in, and one day I just sat down with you, and the rest is history. So here we are, Mm -hmm. doing devotionals every morning, and it has been such a blessing. So with that said, uh, please visit us at www.houseofrestchurch.com, and uh, we hope that you really enjoy it, because we can be a little crazy sometimes. Yeah, our whole reason is to be relevant, take a Bible truth, and make it relevant, Thank you so much, and enjoy this podcast. See you guys later. All right. We better go, because I don't want them to think we're crazy. We are crazy, though. Oops. Bye. Good morning, everyone. Five, four, three, two, one, blast off. So as you guys know, we didn't do a video uh, this morning. I was very, very tired. Uh, I was falling asleep on the way here. So with that said, um, we're just going to... We're just going to be a little bit more productive and see what works on Wednesdays, and we'll go from there. Starting yeah. as of next week. I think it's just because it's my first week. It's your first week. I'm getting used to things. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, it brought on a discussion of what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. It brought on a discussion on the way home a little bit. And um, as you know, I've been doing a lot of interviews lately. I did the Tony A interview. I did a podcast interview that releases tomorrow on, on somebody's podcast. Not, not our podcast, somebody else's. I did an interview today while you were at work with the movie producer, movie director, and um, what else? And just the previous interviews. Yeah. So it's really opened this channel up to a lot of different people. And that's good and that's bad because the internet's the internet, yeah. you know? And some people come to mock, some come to be argumentative, some come, you know, just to try to. It's just to get a rise out of you or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, get a rise out of people. Yeah. So, those of you that are regulars, those of you, please, when you see comments or whatever, um, you don't have to, you don't have to um, fight for us. This is this comes with it. This comes with it, and and this is what brought this this topic up. And something I explained to to Sharon because he's been explaining to me the last few days. You know, I have been in the public eye <laughs> my whole entire adult life. You know, I'm 48. I was releasing records and music in my early 20s. So, you know, um, it has created a very thick skin. And now that you know Sharon does the devotionals with me. And whatnot. I'm a target. Yeah. And I'm just kind of preparing her heart and her mind for um, people that want to just say things to say things and whatnot. But you know know what? The thing, too, that, you know, I think I'm a tough person. But at the same time, um, you're just always going to run into people who are cruel, people who are mean, people who who are bullies, you know, and they just love to. And here's the thing that I've realized with myself that I don't like to argue. I don't like to debate. I don't like to do any of that. And 
I don't feel the need that I have to, you know, I've kind of learned to just, you know, God bless you. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll pray for you. Um, and, and really, truly realistic. I do. I do kind of just turn around and be like, you know, Lord, touch their heart because they don't even know me. They don't even know the hardships that I've gone through. They don't know my life. They don't know anything about me. And, you know, they don't have that right. Just like I don't have the right to judge anybody either, which I don't. Yeah. I don't criticize. I don't judge anybody because there's only one judger. Yeah. And we're going to be in front of him one day. And we're just going to have to, we're just going to have to realize that. But there's a lot of people out there that, that just don't care. And, and that's okay. I'm going to keep praying for them. I really am. Yeah. But, you know, why are we bringing this up on video? Is because I also want to inform you guys, you know, to realize this, okay? Is the fact that... Did you kick it? Accidentally. Oh, earthquake. <laughs> is this, is that when you come across people in your life that want to challenge you for your faith in God... I want you to understand this very thing right here, very important thing, is that if somebody is not serving God, by default, they're serving Satan. Straight up. So it's not even that that person is coming at you out of their own will, because they're coming at you because their master, their puppet master, is coming after you. And as long as you keep that in mind, um, I don't want the enemy to get me riled up. I understand that when somebody comes against me or somebody comes against the gospel or somebody comes against the ministry that we do, I know that there's devils behind that because the devils will have you going in circles. That's what they do. Spirit of discouragement of, you know, of bullying and just being yeah, you know? mean. Yeah, it's just the way it is, you know, and, and by default, you know, so. Um, Especially when you have a man doing it to a woman, yeah. I think that's one of the most horrible. That's when I know, that's when I know it's like, this is evil. Because, you know, who goes and disrespects a woman or a yeah. child? You know, it's like, you know, it to me, it just makes me feel like, it shows me a lot about people's characters. Um, and then it shows me a lot about their own character towards themselves. You don't love yourself enough to portray that you can actually be better than that. You know, um, and I think that's that's such a huge thing because mm. because we're not happy when a person's not happy with themselves and they don't love themselves, then they want everybody to be miserable with them. Yeah. They want everybody to feel the same. So, like for instance, our live Bible studies. Um, if you ever see somebody ask a question on there, and if I don't acknowledge it either i didn't know because it's um it's a bible study and i'm not staring at my phone the whole time or two i purposely purposefully will ignore a question and and i want to explain why to my my house of rest family on the internet um in prison everybody wants to debate the jewish people well, you got plenty the, of time to do it. Yeah, the jewish people, <laughs> the atheist, the gangbanger, the catholic guy, the other denomination, you know, the Muslim, everybody wants to debate. And um, I learned really early on when somebody has a true, true question because they really want to know or a question just to cause something else to derail. Like, for instance, 
if I'm, I, I would be sitting somebody with somebody telling them about Jesus and how much they need Jesus in their life and that they have sin, somebody will come out of nowhere in this conversation. First of, first of all, that's very rude in prison. Yeah. You do not go into somebody else's conversation. But, and they'll be like, they'll sit there and they'll listen. And then they'll be like, well, who did Cain marry? And I'm like, what? Like, I wasn't even talking about that. Mm-hmm. What? What? Well, Adam and Eve had Cain and Abel, and Cain killed Abel, but then the Bible says Cain went and married a woman, so how did he marry somebody if supposedly Adam and Eve were the first, you know, and they'll go into that, and I'm like, here's the thing, right? They're just derailing me, because what ended up happening is I used to bite, Mm -hmm. and then after a while, I'm like, what does that have to do with you going to hell? Hmm. What does it have to do with you being in prison because you're a thief or a drug addict or a drug dealer? What does it have to do with you? You know, and I would revert it back to Jesus. So um, when I see questions sometimes on the live, if it's going to derail me from what the Holy Spirit has gave me to speak for that study, it's not that I'm ignoring the question. It's that I know where that question's coming from. Because it's just meant to cause confusion or derail. And I'm just like, um, I'm just very used to that, you know? And um, so there was a scripture. I wasn't used to that. (laughs) But, you know, I I do know for a fact that, um, you know, if somebody is going to say, well, defend yourself or do any of that, you know, I I feel like I I don't need to. I know who I am in Christ, you know, I know my life. I'm not going to sit there and, and start debating. I'm not going to sit there and, and, and start to, you know, argue or do any of that because two wrongs don't make a right. Um, and I too can see where somebody's coming from, you know, and to me, I just kind of feel like I just blessed them, you know, God bless you. You know, um, the scripture, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about a couple of them. But one of them is this one, right? Um, it's First Peter three fifteen. Very interesting scripture, and you guys always know we're all about context, you know. So this is Peter, the one that walked with Jesus, the one that denied Jesus three times. Uh, he says this in three fifteen. He says, "Sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and always be ready to give a defense." To everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you, with meekness and fear. Having a good conscience that when they defame you as evildoers, those who revile your good conduct in Christ may be ashamed. Verse 17, for it is better if it is the will of God to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. Okay, and the message, as you guys know, every time he reads the New King James Version, I read it out of the message. It says, be ready to speak up and tell anyone who asks you, who asks why you're living the way you are. And always with the utmost courtesy, keep a clear conscience before God so that when people throw mud at you, none of it will stick. They'll end up realizing that they're the ones who need a bath. It's better to suffer for doing good. If that's what God wants than to be punished for doing bad, that's what Christ did definitely, definitively. Suffer because of others, suffer because of other sins, the righteous. That's 18 now. Oh, can you yeah. stop there? Okay. Yeah. 
So Peter is saying, notice something, right? It says, always be ready to give a defense for everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you. Um, don't let nobody throw this scripture at you and throw some crazy question at you, a biblical question. And then if you don't answer it or don't answer it properly, they're like, oh, you're not going by scripture because it says here that you have to be ready to give a defense. Mm -hmm. Slow your roll. Let's see what it's really saying. Mm -hmm. He says this, always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you. It doesn't say be ready to argue the Bible. It doesn't say be ready to argue, argue doctrine. It doesn't say to argue anything. It says, you know what? Always be ready to share why the hope that you have. Yeah. And in here it says, be ready to speak up and tell anyone who asks why you're living the way you are and always with the utmost courtesy. Yeah. And you know, this question was thrown at me because somebody had a very ridiculous question. And, you know, and I, and I sat there and I told David, I'm not going to answer because I did answer back with courtesy and respect. And, um, and, and that's it. And here's the thing. I, I'm, I'm the reason, you know, because of if God did what he did in my life, then I know who I am. I don't need to prove myself to anyone. The only one that I'm going to stand in front of is Jesus you know, and the only one I need to answer to is him. Yeah. You know, I feel that we're here to encourage others to speak life into others and to do all of that. And by speaking negative or trying to over speak or try to be, you know, like, oh, well, you're wrong and do all that. Then where is my heart if I'm going to do that? Yeah. You know, I'm not here to criticize and I'm not here to do any of that. You know, for me... <clears throat> I just wanted to share these things because I want you guys in your life. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm a duck, man. I'm a duck. And you can't wet a duck. The water just falls off. So it's like, um, but it was a good conversation. And it's a good thing to talk about because I'm like, okay, if I've already gotten over that years, years ago. But what good is it if I'm not sharing it to build you guys up? Yeah. You know, so that's that's why on, on my part, that's why I'm sharing, because I think it's important because all of us can get attacked online or in person or co-workers yeah. or whatever it is, you know, and um, you just don't ever let somebody redirect you. Now, this is going to get deeper and I want to explain something. This is very deep. When you're casting out demons and I'm going to tell you, like, what? You're derailing. No, I'm not derailing. I'm talking, I'm going to the root of this thing. When you cast demons out, which I've been in that situation quite a bit of times, the demons don't want to come out. Yeah. You know what they do when they don't want to come out? They will argue and debate with you. Mm -hmm. It'll be like, I command you to leave right now. And they're like, they start talking about what their name is. I'm, I don't care what your name is. They start talking about how long they've been there. They talk about how they have the right to be there. They will talk about how they've been in the family generation for five generations so they don't have to leave. They will beg. They will they, manipulate. They will cry. Yeah. They will say, um, I know things about you. They will say anything. And here's the thing. 
So many Christians fall into it and you end up having conversations with demons. And the whole time the demon is stalling. It's just going in circles, right? So this is a pattern that I have seen when casting demons out. That's why, you know, and you know what's sad is I know people or have heard of people that cast so many demons out and have conversations with them that they start actually building a a foundation on things demons told them. Yeah. And I'm like, you just built your whole demonology upon what demons told you. Like, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. It is. I'm going to build is. my doctrine on what the word of God says. Jesus never argued demons. He says, he command you to leave and get out. And that's it. He just shuts them down. Matter of fact, some demons, he said, shut your mouth yeah. and get out. He just spoke with a simple word of authority and yeah. that's it. So why do I bring that up? Is this why? Is because at the very core, if demons will go in circles, then when somebody wants to go in circles, where do you think that's coming from? Yeah. That's why I don't get upset because there are demons inside of people that by default, we either serve God and he's our master, or you serve Satan and he's your master. And he's going to cause you to ask questions to try to trip us up. Mm-hmm. And it'll never end, you know? It'll just keep going yeah, and uh, keep going. Well, I kind of noticed that, you know, I remember you said, don't answer. And there I go. I answered and it just kept going. And I was like, okay, that's it. I'm just, <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm done, you know? I, you know, because you, you can't. The thing is, is that you can't sit there and, and because if you do not have a strong foundation, if you don't have that, it, I mean, it's to put fear in you, you know, and you feel intimidation and you start to feel fear and you start to feel all that. And do you really have time for all of that? Like, seriously? I mean, let's use our time a little bit more productive for, you know, God's kingdom and for doing other things other than sitting there and entertaining people that just don't understand yeah yeah it's just it's just funny and it's sad at the same time because um it is the bible says it is not christ it is not i who live but it's christ who lives in me i've always always taught from the pulpit that how can you offend a dead man that's right you know i love the story that you tell that when there's a when there was a dead a dead dog in the street you know yeah and all the fleas began to jump off of it. Yeah. Everything. Why? Because it's no longer and no longer lives. It's dead. Yeah. So, you know, we really need to stop entertaining those who are dead and blind. You know. You know. Um, I was thinking of this example. I haven't really, I haven't thought it out. So hopefully it comes out right. But let's say, I say something like, "Man, you know, I, I can make a really good cup of coffee," right? And then somebody comes and says, I said those who are dead, those who are not dead and blind. Sorry. Yeah. So then um, I'm like, I make a great cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And then somebody would go online and be like, well, how do you know it's the best? Well, because, uh, I don't know, I, I, you know, I just It's make, the best I've tasted. It's the best I've tasted. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Well, where'd the beans come from? Uh, they came from Winco, the supermarket, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but where, where were they at? Where do they come from? Where do they get imported a from? Big old where do plastic they plastic bin? You know, where did they come from? What country do they come from? Who cultivated them? Whose field is it? What's the dirt? You know, see, it never ends. Yeah, it, it never. I will argue. It's like I will talk about a great cup of coffee, and then a barista will argue with me, 
and then the guy that's an importer will argue with the barista, and then the guy that's the coffee farmer will argue with him, and then, you know, it just never ends. See, this, see how silly that sounds? Yeah. And it's just coffee. This is what people do with scripture. That's why I don't give in, and that's why I don't sometimes answer questions, because I have the Holy Spirit in me. You guys have the Holy Spirit in you. She has the Holy Spirit, so I will know. Because sometimes people have approached me with questions, and I can just tell. Like, they really want to know. I love I love when it says, um, keep a clear conscience before God so that when people throw mud at you, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, when people throw mud at you, none of it will stick. They'll end up realizing that they're the ones who need a bath. And, you know, it's crazy because right now you came home and you're all, and somebody called you fat. And I'm like, well, praise God, you know, because... <laughs> Uh, that's okay, you know, because I'm not here to 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 look wonderful for anybody else. My husband loves me. My husband loves me the way I am. So you know what? Praise God. I, I, I good. I've had people you know? tell me I'm fat. I'm like, is that a news bulletin? Like, <laughs> I know, yeah. right? Do we hide? Do I like yeah. seriously? Do we hide behind something and just you know? It's funny. No, we don't sit there and take pictures and hide behind people, you know, because we don't want to show the true us who we are. We wouldn't be here on camera in our home sharing anything or sharing our lives with you yeah. guys. Because it's, guess what? It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Um, you know, I for, love my fatness. For me to, to bring it home in a personal level, and, that, and then I want to go to another scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, a few years ago, when I was first, maybe I was out, I don't know, three years, maybe, I was out maybe three years. And I went to a government building here in Stockton because I had to handle some business. Um, and I was in there and and I was just thinking about this situation of what I was going to do because I was going to talk to a mediator. And it was very serious and I was just like trying to get my head right. And I didn't pay attention. You know, I this guy walked in that apparently at the time was a very well-known rapper. And he used to, he was representing what I used to represent, but he knew I was a Christian, knew I wasn't, and apparently he went on Facebook saying really horrible things about me, like I was, uh, I was scared or whatever and, and whatnot, and um, people started tagging me to it, so I was able to see what he said, and instead of giving in to it, um, I don't remember what I wrote, you but... Huh? You spoke loud. I just basically, I don't know what I said, but basically I didn't come at him harsh. I came at him very truthful of where I stood and where I am. And I said, honestly, I didn't, I don't even know you. Like, I don't know who's a rapper nowadays. I've been in prison. Like, I don't know, you know, and, uh, but I serve God and this and this, whatever, whatever. Very respectful, but very, what's the word? Um, uh, what's the word? I can't... Th- Affirmative. Uh, uh, assertive, assertive. 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 Okay. Okay. That was years ago. All these years pass. And all of a sudden, I get an email yesterday. Um, because this rapper saw me on the Tony A. On the Tony A interview. And he emailed and said, I am so sorry. And he had this huge apology on basically him saying that he goes, the way you came at me, 
He goes, you didn't come at me with anger. He goes, and what the things you said, it just kind of shut me up and you put me in my place. He goes, and I had nothing to say. He goes, but you came at me very respectfully. He goes, that it messed with me for years. Wow. He goes, and then when I saw you on Tony A, and at the end, you actually said your email. That's how I got your email. You know, and this person said some really horrible things about me. But you know what I did on the email? I said, can you give me your number? Can I call you? And we had like a 30-minute conversation yesterday. See, and I think I think yeah. when when... Our reactions are um, how we exemplify, you know, if we exemplify Christ, then nothing will ever go wrong. Look how, how many times people have come up to me and said, I'm sorry, because I used to think you were this way, you know, and, and I never even gave you a chance. And the thing was, is that throughout all that time, I never treated anybody any different, you know, and, yeah. and even after finding out that, you know, feelings were you know, not so great towards me, I still love them, you know, and I still treat them with respect and, and dignity and, you know, as, as good people, because it's, it's not my job to let people know what they're doing wrong. It's my job to lead by example, yeah. you know, and, and that's it. And that's all I can do, you know, so when somebody does come and says something so negative, I'm just going to keep on living because I just want to keep being that light. You know, yeah. and, and just live by example. That's all we can do. And when somebody asks really, really dumb questions, you know, I know that I, I don't need to entertain it. Yeah. So I, I just pray um, that people that know where I came from and know the mud that I was in and how God just transformed me to be the person that I am today. I'm, I'm proud of that. Yeah. I'm proud to to be that person. So, yeah, the the conversation would have been different had I came harshly back then. Yeah. But instead, it opened up a door for me to share the gospel. Yeah. For me to share, you know, and that was years later, years ago. Yeah. How many times have people written emails and, and, and cussed me out and I just reply with the prayer for yeah. them, you know? Yeah. And because my job is not to defend myself. My job is to plant the seed of the gospel. Amen. That's it. Yeah. That's our job. That's why we do these devotionals. That's why we do Sunday sermons or Bible studies. Because we're spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. Not not David's ideas or my opinions or my feelings. This is about the gospel. You know? Um, now, this other verse real quick I wanted to talk about is um, in the gospel of John. Verse... Chapter 8, verse 48. We'll start at 48. Mm -hmm. What? i got to go back to it. I had screenshot it. <laughs> oh. uh, what are we on? Uh, John. John. John 8, 48, starting okay. there. I want you to understand what Jesus had to face. Now, Jesus is the Lord and Savior of our life. He's the head honcho, and he had haters in opposition. Mm -hmm. And if he did... What makes us think we are not? He says, uh, it says here, Then the Jews answered and said to him, Do we not say rightly that you're a Samaritan and have a demon? Like they straight up told Jesus he had a demon. And Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father and you dishonor me. 
and I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks and judges. Most assuredly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he shall never see death. Then the Jew said to him, Oh, now we know that you have a demon. Abraham's dead and the prophets, and you say, if anyone keeps my word, he shall never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who's dead? And the prophets are dead? Who do you make yourself out? Who do you make yourself out to be? And Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor's nothing. It is my father who honors me, of whom you say that he is your God. Yet you have not known him, but I know him. And if I say I do not know him, I shall be a liar to you. But I do know him and keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. And then the Jew said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and you have seen Abraham? And Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Then they took up stones to throw at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. So 48 to 59. So in the message it says, the Jews then said, "That that clinches it. We were right along when we called you a Samaritan and said you were crazy, demon possessed. Jesus said, I'm not crazy. I simply honor my father while you dishonor me. I'm not trying to get anything for myself. God intends something gloriously grand here, and it is making the the decisions that will bring it about. I say this with absolute confidence. If you practice what I'm telling you, you'll never have to look death in the face. At this point, the Jews said, now we know you're crazy. Abraham died. The prophets died. And you show up saying, if you practice what I'm telling you, you'll never have to face death, not even a taste. Are you greater than Abraham who died? And the prophets died. Who do you think you are? Jesus said, if I turned the spotlight on myself, it wouldn't amount to anything. But my father the same, one you say is your father, put me here at this time and place of splendor. You haven't recognized him in this, but I have. If I false false modesty said I didn't know what was going on, I would be as much as a liar as you are. (laughs) But I do know, and I'm doing what he says. Abraham, your father, with jubilant faith, looked looked down the corridors of history and saw my day coming. He saw it and cheered. The Jews said, you're not even 50 years old, and Abraham saw you? Believe me, Jesus, said Jesus. I am who I am long before Abraham was anything. That did it. Pushed them over the edge. They picked up rocks to throw at him. But Jesus slipped away, getting out of the temple. Amen. So, even our Lord, our Savior, our Redeemer, our Good Shepherd, our Word, our Alpha, our Omega, our King, was told that he had demons in him. Yeah. So what do you think people are going to say about us? Matter of fact, Jesus says something very important. He goes, blessed are those who are persecuted for my name. name. Yes. So I'm like, man, Lord, so you're saying that every time somebody curses me because of you, that I'm blessed? Man, then let them keep cursing me because I want to be blessed. I want blessings. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. keep blessing, keep blessing, because we're blessed to be a blessing. Yeah, you know, so 
we read, I know it's a lot of passage, but I just wanted to articulate and share that Jesus himself was attacked. Jesus himself was told that he had demons. Jesus himself was mocked. Jesus himself was questioned, you know, so we shouldn't expect anything different. You know, matter of fact, if, if somebody treats you better than they treat Jesus, then Maybe something's wrong with our walk because Jesus says, hey, don't worry if they hate you because they hated me first. Yeah, because it sure wasn't an easy walk. Yeah. That's for sure. And without that easy walk, like we've said it before, if there's no opposition, if there's no, if there's nothing going against the grain, then you're not going to grow. How how are you going to build that character? How are you going to build yourself to have that foundation and be strong if you don't have opposition, resistance? Exactly. You know, we need to have it. We're going to go through it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. So um, I think that's it, right? Yeah. Guys, yeah. you know. We love you guys. We don't want we don't want um, our family to have to feel that they need to um, defend us. Yeah. The best thing you can do, because this channel is just going to get bigger. The comments are going to get more. Please don't give in. Just ignore it. You know, if something ever is on there really derogatory, I'm just going to delete it because I don't want I don't want our people to be subjected to something. But um, ignore it. Don't egg it on. Act as if it's not there, because by answering or defending is exactly falling into the trap. So just ignore it and just, you know, watch these devotionals. Praise God. Get to know each other, those of you that are really true and seeking the Lord. And let us grow as a family. Let us continue to grow in the Lord. Continue to, you know, and you guys know the story. You guys know our lives. You guys know what we do. You guys know. So it's like uh, there's no reason to defend anything, you know. We're just here. We love Jesus, serve Jesus, follow Jesus, and worship Jesus. And that's it. Real plain and simple. I don't need a whole booklet to say, well, this is what House of Rest is about. It, it, it could be done on one page. We just love Jesus. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? If you love Jesus, everything else falls in line. Yeah, falls right into place. Yeah. So yeah. make sure you subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, if you're listening to this on podcast, make sure you follow the podcast. If you are listening to this on a podcast and you want to see the video, go to YouTube. That's under David Rocha. Uh, go to our website, www.houseofrestchurch.com. If you want to email, it's houseofrestchurch at gmail.com. Make sure you give it a thumbs up. What else? Oh, most of all, leave a comment. And we love you guys. Yes. See you guys later. Bye. All right. Bye.